0: Hello everyone, today I would like to talk about trust. We know that the everlasting effects of our trauma makes our life a complex journey, and it carries emotional, psychological, and physical effects, and through our recovery process, we find that trust is one of the most difficult tasks to learn or to relearn and incorporate to our life. In my view, without reclaiming trust as part of our lives, we may not be able to successfully build the life we want. Well, isn't it trust after all the foundation to harmonious relationships and good collaboration in life and work? But to trust others seems to be one of the most difficult challenges we have. And it is likely because of the betrayal that we experience from other people early in our lives. Many times the betrayal of people who were supposed to love and protect us. How can we feel that trust, that authenticity and transparency that would allow us as individuals to interact with others? Again, I can only see this as one of the biggest challenges for survivors of sexual abuse and survivors of any kind of abuse. In thinking, learning, and reading about trust, I believe that we need to have a definition of what trust means to each of us. Perhaps at different times or different situations, trust could slightly change in the definition that we attribute to it. Say, for example, the trust we have that there is a higher power that will guide us and come to our rescue when needed. This could actually be seen more as faith. But then again, isn't it a matter of trust on something divine? How about trust in our therapists? We continue seeing our therapists because we trust he or she will be helped by helping us navigate through our, our recovery. And how about trusting our friends? We trust that they have our back. We know that they are there for us when we need them. Trust in our family. They are definitely there for us and love us, right? And how about trust in intimate relationships? Or trust in medications Aren't they supposed to make us better? Well, we could go on and say the multiple things that we can and want to trust. But there is the flip side to it. How many of us have had family, friends, therapies, medication, or who knows what else failed us? The system didn't work as it was supposed to. What happens then? Well, the trust is broken. The disappointment becomes a barrier between us and the very thing or person that failed us. We don't trust anymore. For us survivors of sexual abuse, the foundation of trust that we were born with was betrayed at some point. It was was shattered by a predator and broke our ability to trust others, including ourselves. And to rebuild that trust, we need a network of individuals who empathize, validate, and respect our survivor experiences. Finding such a network takes a lot of courage. We have to realize that we need help And then we have to take action in finding the right help. It is just so difficult. And it is even more challenging then when we find the help. Our fears kick in. Do we trust this person? For example, as we look for therapies, we may find that it is not an easy task. We look for support groups and we may feel that they are not a great fit. We look for the support of friends and family and they may not give us what we need. But all the time we must remember that nothing is perfect in this world. No one is perfect either. And therefore we shouldn't expect things to work perfectly as much as we may wish it to be and need it to be. It is just not realistic. So when it comes to therapies and trust, I must say, I can't even remember the amount of therapies that I have gone through in my life. Some were good, some were okay, one was aggressive with her style, some were a one visit and leave early. But then I found the best therapies anyone could wish for. But lucky me, I changed jobs and health insurance wouldn't cover her services anymore. I also had two EMDR therapies that were excellent. So I learned my lesson when it came to therapies. Not all are the same, not all, all are as good as I wish them to be. But most importantly, I learned that I could put my trust only in a few that I believe could help me. They gave me that sense of, of safety that I needed. And this turned into trust. But finding the right, and perhaps not the perfect one, therapist, is critical for our recovery process. Finding trauma-informed and trained professionals who understand the unique challenges faced by us will create an environment where trust can flourish, and this will enable us to work through our trauma, develop coping mechanisms, and regain control of our lives. Continuing with trust, allow me to talk a bit about trust and support systems. Well, if you are here listening to me, I think this may fall into the category of support systems. I am here to share with you my story, to share with you what I have learned and experienced. So I may not be holding your hand But you are listening, and you, hopefully, are realizing that you're not alone, that there is a huge number of us survivors that want to help each other. So this is taking me to believe that you're trusting my words, that you know in your heart that everything that I'm doing here is just to help you in any way I can. It may may be something very small. It may be just a word of encouragement. But at some level, I feel that there is a sense of trust. Maybe just because we are on the same or similar boat of survivorship. And how about finding the right support group? Oh my gosh, I swear by them. I think it is this miraculous thing that is offered to us and finding the right group of survivors who talk our same language, who understand our pain and struggles, who want to get better, who want to be happy, who want to move forward, is just a gift we give to ourselves. It will help you so much. I truly believe this. Find your groups, virtual or in person. You may stick to some of, some of them or you may not but they do make a difference. And yes, again, you may not like everyone in a group, but everyone is there for the same reason. Support, understanding, and in the end, you find love and trust in these groups. Trusting the individuals that are in the group is essential to us as it enables us to open up and share our experiences and receive the necessary support. It gives us a safe space to express our emotions and process our trauma and in turn reclaim our sense of security. And how about trusting ourselves? Well, that's a tough one. As survivors, we have to deal with our feelings of shame, guilt, self-blame, And rebuilding trust in ourselves is a huge part of our healing process, a very difficult one too. We have many times taken roads that took us to even more difficulties. So we would then feel that we can't trust ourselves, our decisions. But as we build our net of support, we start learning more and more about how to make the right decisions, which will enable us to trust in ourselves, in our ability to take the necessary steps to flourish in life, to take the steps to create an environment where self-trust involves learning to believe in our strength, resilience, and capacity to heal. We also learned through this web of support that by embracing self-compassion and engaging in self-care practices, we can rebuild our sense of self-trust and empowerment. Let's talk about one more type of trust. The one in intimate relationships. Yep, another tough one. Well, let's be honest here. Trust is tough for us in every aspect of our lives. But I believe that we can learn to trust again. And I hope you will at some point too. But with the gigantic betrayal we have experienced, it will certainly be a huge challenge to trust a partner in an intimate relationship. It will require Open communication, empathy, and understanding from both sides. Oh, gosh. Imagine sharing our story with someone we really want in our lives. How scary is that? My gosh. Will he or she run away if I share my story, my trauma? Well... If you have found someone who you believe to be a good person, who is kind and patient, respectful, loving and caring, perhaps this person will be more than willing to learn more about trauma. Perhaps this person will provide the support you need from a partner. But to really expect someone to understand us, we may have to assess what is possible before we pour our hearts out to that person. If we don't know this person well enough, we may not be happy with the results. So it is crucial for us to establish healthy boundaries, engage in mutual consent, feel safe in expressing needs and desires through open and honest communication. Yes, I know, it is easier said than done, but all is possible. So trust my friends, It is such a vital part of our recovery. Rebuilding trust after experiencing the trauma of sexual abuse is a complex and gradual process. It involves putting our trust in support systems, professionals, oneself, and intimate partners. Fostering trust empowers us to reclaim our sense of safety and rebuild relationships. Please work on this. Once again, I remind you that I believe in you. I care about you and I wish you a great life. Talk to you soon.